0: What about learning some more ANCIA words, ANCIA words? Michelle Thomas taught you that words in English that end in ANCE change their ending to ANCIA, ANCIA in Spanish. So using this transformacion, how would you say importance in Spanish? But of course, importancia. Can you say it for me again? importancia importancia once again these ansia words are all feminine so how would you say elegance good elegancia a very elegant word to be sure now if the Spanish word for to seem is parecer spelled p a r e c e r how would you say it seems to me that elegance is not important for to me use me me and place it way up front literally to me it seems me parece so once again it seems to me that elegance is not important would be
1: me parece que la elegancia no es importante
0: yes me parece que la elegancia No es importante, that's modernity for you. Okay, as you know, when an English word ends in A-N-T or E-N-T, just add an E at the end and you will create its Spanish equivalent, its Spanish equivalente, got it? We've already used tolerante, so how would you say intolerant? Thanks. Intolerante. Please say it once more. Intolerante. Right. Intolerante. Just wanted to review that before moving on. Now, if mientras que, spelled M-I-E-N-T-R-A-S, means while in Spanish, hermano, H-E-R-M-A-N-O, is brother, and hermana is sister, How would you say, my brother is very tolerant, while my sister is very intolerant?
1: Mi hermano es muy tolerante, mientras que mi hermana es muy intolerante.
0: Got that? Mi hermano es muy tolerante, mientras que mi hermana es muy intolerante. Good. Did you note that with these ente and ante words, you only have to worry about whether the keyword is singular or plural. They work the same with masculine or feminine words, so they're rather easy to use. Okay. Let's move on to another example. How would you say "distance is not a problem here"? As always, Spanish is more than generous with its thus. So once again, "distance is not a problem here" would be very good. La distancia no es un problema aquí. Let's say this once again, okay? La distancia
2: no es un problema aquí.
0: Yes. La distancia no es un problema aquí. You're getting used to those extra Spanish thus. So pretty soon I will stop reminding you about them since I'm confident that you can come up with them on your own. If to find, as in to locate something, is localizar, spelled L-O-C-A-L-I-Z-A-R, how would you say, distance is not the problem, I cannot locate it on this map.
1: La distancia no es el problema. No puedo localizarlo en este mapa.
0: Yes. La distancia no es el problema. No puedo localizarlo en este mapa. Did you hook on that low? Or did you take the more complicated route, as in, no lo puedo localizar? Being rather lazy, I tend to hook these lows and laws right on to the two form of the verb, whenever and wherever I can. I feel more competente and I do it automaticamente. Did I say automaticamente? I did, and this suggests yet another very useful little transformacion. When an English word ends in L-Y, just remove that lowly L-Y and add mente, M-E-N-T-E, to create the Spanish equivalente, naturalmente, you will be totally pleased with the results. Now it's your turn. The Spanish word for ice cream is helado, spelled H-E-L-A-D-O, with that always silent H. So how would you say, personally, I think that the ice cream here is terrible. Personalmente,
2: pienso que el helado aquí es terrible.
0: Yes. Personalmente pienso que el helado aquí es terrible. As Michelle Thomas taught us, pensar caves in to pienso, piensa, piensas, and piensan. Only pensamos stands up to the pressure. And if you are unsure about verbs that cave in, do not worry. We will review them in our next course segment but do watch out for false friends lurking around here in Mente land, or as the Spanish would say, ojo, which literally means keep your eyes open. Here's a particularly pesky one. If you want to say, actually, I saw it on television, you do not use actualmente. In Spanish, actualmente means at present or nowadays. For the English actually, you must use the Spanish en realidad, or realmente, in reality, really. So now that you've been duly warned, how would you say, actually, really, it is a good idea?
1: Realmente es una buena idea.
0: Right. Realmente es una buena idea. And how would you say, it is probably a good idea?
2: Probablemente es una buena idea.
0: Right. Probablemente es una buena idea, with probably placed right up front. And how would you say, that's exactly what I did? Careful here. As Michelle Thomas showed us, when what is in the middle of a sentence, we must use lo que. So with this in mind, how would you say, that's exactly what I did?
1: Es exactamente lo que hice.
0: Yes, es exactamente lo que hice. A dot for an action completed in the past. And finally, what's the Spanish word for finally? Of course, finalmente. Once again, please. Finalmente. Finalmente. Well, finalmente, we can move on to another one of Michelle Thomas' favorite, transformaciones. When an English word ends in A-R-Y, it becomes A-R-I-O, or audio in Spanish. This is another useful tool for building your Spanish vocabulario. Note that the word daily, or diario in Spanish, can also mean a daily newspaper, like it does in English. That's why some Spanish newspapers are called El Diario. Okay, moving on. How would you say it was necessary for me because I wanted it?
1: Era necesario para mí porque lo quería.
0: Yes, era necesario para mí porque lo quería. To repeat, you use a line quería. When you describe a state of mind in the past, quería, sabía, esperaba, deseaba, and so on. Let's get back to work. How would you say my actions were voluntary? Think it through and be agreeable, okay? My actions were voluntary. Mis acciones fueron voluntarias. Mis acciones Fueron voluntarias. Voluntarias, feminine and plural, as well. Be agreeable. We're using the dot past here. Those actions were completed at a point in time in the past. And what about my actions were not arbitrary?
1: Mis acciones no fueron arbitrarias.
0: Lovely and so grown up. Mis acciones no fueron arbitrarias. Again, arbitrario is not a word you'll use every day, but since you already know it, feel free to use it, and others like it. Why not? It's right there on the tip of your tongue, along with so many others like it. Are you surprised at how much Spanish you already know? Well, don't be. Just relax and let it out. Okay, here's another one to say on the contrary use al contrario spelled al then c-o-n-t-r-a-r-i-o al contrario can you say on the contrary the system is voluntary al contrario el
2: sistema es voluntario
0: yes al contrario el sistema es voluntario See what you can do? Were you agreeable? Good. Now, how would you say, on the contrary, the system is not hereditary. It's voluntary.
2: Al contrario, el sistema no es hereditario. Es voluntario.
0: Yes. Al contrario, el sistema no es hereditario. Es voluntario. And how about one last one? If the Spanish for father is padre, and for retired is jubilado, spelled J-U-B-I-L-A-D-O, and who wouldn't be jubilant to be retired, how would you say, Father Juan worked as a missionary, but he is now retired? Note that in Spanish, when you mention a profession, you do not say, a missionary. But you do need to say, the Father John, el Padre Juan. Okay. so back to our example. Father Juan worked as a missionary, but he is now retired. First, using the dot past, what's Father John worked as a missionary?
1: El Padre Juan trabajó como misionario.
0: Yes, el Padre Juan trabajó como misionario not como un misionario simply como misionario but he is now retired
1: pero ahora es jubilado
0: yes pero ahora es jubilado or es jubilado ahora we use ser since retirement is a rather permanent condition so putting it all together how would you say Father Juan worked as a missionary, but he is now retired. Extra points for getting all of this right the first time. El Padre Juan trabajó como misionario, pero ahora es jubilado. Let's listen to this once more.
1: El Padre Juan trabajó como misionario, pero ahora es jubilado.
0: El Padre Juan trabajó como misionario, pero ahora es jubilado. Good for us. We've achieved our primary objective, our objetivo primario, to learn more transformaciones. But before we learn some others, I'd like to share one more observacion. In Spanish, when we speak about professions, we do not say, he is a Spanish professor but rather, he is a professor of Spanish. So if professor is profesor, spelled with one stingy s, and leaving out that English a professor, which is a profession, how would you say, he is a professor of Spanish? Got it? Es profesor de español. Good for you. Please say it once again es profesor de español es profesor de español and if the professor happens to be a female use profesora so how would you say she is a spanish professor a professor of spanish es profesora de español right es profesora de español and if history is historia H-I-S-T-O-R-I-A, how would you say they are history professors, professors of history?
1: Son profesores de
0: historia. Son profesores de historia. Well, we are almost or casi, C-A-S-I, to use the Spanish word for almost, finished with our first course segment that focuses on simple transformaciones that help you take everyday and not everyday English words and create their Spanish equivalentes. But first, a few more handy tricks before we move on to our next course segmento. Here's one. IVE words in English go to IVO in Spanish. So if positive is positivo in Spanish, What would exclusive be? That's right, exclusivo. Please say it again. Exclusivo. Exclusivo. Now, if a person is una persona, spelled P-E-R-S-O-N-A, how would you say, Maria is a very positive person?
1: Maria? Es una persona muy positiva.
0: María es una persona muy positiva. And what about, she is a very negative person? Es una persona
2: muy negativa.
0: Yes, es una persona muy negativa. And if the person you are referring to is unclear, you can always add that clarifier, ella, as in, Ella es una persona muy negativa. Now, how would you say, the economic situation is very constructive?
1: La situación económica es muy constructiva.
0: La situación económica es muy constructiva. Were you agreeable? Great. Let's run through a few more examples just for fun. How would you say abusive? Right. Abusivo. And how would you say this situation is not abusive? Good. Esta situación no es abusiva. Once again, please.
1: Esta situación no es
0: abusiva. Right. Esta situación no es abusiva. Hope you're still being your old agreeable self here. And how would you say, it is a defensive action? Es una acción defensiva. Right. Es una acción defensiva. Acción has two Cs. And what's the Spanish word for imaginative? Yes, imaginativo. So how would you say, it's good to be imaginative? Good for you. Es bueno ser imaginativo, especialmente cuando está inventando su vocabulario en español, especially when you're inventing your Spanish vocabulary. Now here's another one. How would you say, Juan is a very important executive?
1: Juan es un ejecutivo muy importante.
0: Yes, Juan es un ejecutivo muy importante. Ejecutivo is spelled with a J, not an X. Seems like you've got it. Note in this case, we do use un with Ejecutivo, un Ejecutivo, because we're describing what kind of executive Juan is, a very important one, not simply stating his profession. But not to worry, if you make this common mistake, you will be understood. Never be afraid to make mistakes. Learning a language is like mastering a sport. You need to keep at it. No one expects to learn to ice skate in a day, and falling down is part of the deal. So as Michelle Thomas always advised, relax, and when you make a mistake, learn from it, correct it, and move on. Well, somehow, I just can't resist sharing one last little evo with you. How would you say, It is imperative that you come tomorrow morning, Roberto. Tomorrow morning is mañana por la mañana, and you are making a strong request here. Again, it is imperative that you come tomorrow morning, Roberto. Es
2: imperativo que vengas mañana por la mañana, Roberto.
0: Es imperativo que vengas mañana por la mañana, Roberto. Did I trick you? Did you switch tracks to the command tense? Surely nothing could be more imperativo than the word imperative to trigger the command tense. And by the way, if you want to say tomorrow afternoon instead of tomorrow morning, it is mañana por la tarde. What would tomorrow evening be? Good. Mañana por la noche. Right, Roberto?
1: Sí mañana por la noche
0: mañana por la noche are you familiar with that movie classic entitled yesterday today and tomorrow what would be its title in Spanish ayer hoy y mañana sí yes ayer hoy y mañana and speaking about mañana we cannot wait for tomorrow to finish up these transformaciones Here are a few more quick ones. Words ending in UTE in English become UTO in Spanish. So if absolute becomes absoluto, how would you say the substitute? Yes, el substituto. And what about the institute? Of course, el instituto. So using este instituto. How would you say, this institute is very famous? Right. Este instituto es muy famoso. Let me hear you say it once more. This institute is very famous.
1: Este instituto es muy famoso.
0: Yes. Este instituto es muy famoso. We are being our good old agreeable selves here. What about... This institute is very famous, and its publications are excellent.
1: Este instituto es muy famoso, y sus publicaciones son excelentes.
0: Yes, este instituto es muy famoso, y sus publicaciones son excelentes, with only one stingy l in excelentes. Note. Lots of English words ending in OUS, like famous, go to oso in Spanish, famoso. So in this example, famous becomes famoso and agrees with the Masculine Institute. You can spot these easily and learn to use them too. Now here's an example using the English word minute. How would you say, I have to return in five minutes? Within a certain time frame, is expressed in Spanish using dentro de, and as Michelle Thomas taught you, I have to is tengo que. So using regresar, spelled R-E-G-R-E-S-A-R, which means to return, regresar, how would you say, I have to return in five minutes?
1: Tengo que regresar dentro de cinco
0: minutos. Yes. Tengo que regresar dentro de cinco minutos. How about topping these off with a very impressive example? How would you say, Roberta has many good attributes? Think it through and be sure to be agreeable. Once again, Roberta has many good attributes.
1: Roberta tiene muchos atributos buenos.
0: Yes. Roberta tiene muchos atributos buenos. You are very astuto to make this observación. Do you agree with this, Roberta? Claro que sí. Roberto just agreed enthusiastically that she has many good attributes. She said with no hesitation or modesty, claro que sí, which means of course in Spanish. Now, if I ask you if you have many good attributes, how would you answer? Right. Claro que sí. I never doubted this for a momento. Remember Michelle Thomas telling you how English words ending in I-C-A-L make a transformación to I-C-O in Spanish? And he warned you to be careful here because these defy the nose rule and require an accent over the stressed syllable. So what's the Spanish word for practical? Práctico. Yes, práctico. Words ending in IC in English also make a transformation to ICO. So, if basic becomes básico, how would you say magic? Of course, mágico, with that accent over the first syllable. Now, how would you say it is patriotic? Right, es patriótico, once again. Es patriótico. Yes, es patriótico. I think you've got it. In Spanish, bastante, spelled B-A-S-T-A-N-T-E, means enough. It can also be used to express rather good or pretty good. So being agreeable, how would you say the economic and political situation is rather good? la situación económica
2: y política es bastante buena la
0: situación económica y política es bastante buena ojalá spelled o-j-a-l-a with an accent this means if only as in if only this were so the jala you hear refers to Allah because as Michelle Thomas told you This expression traces its history back to the more than seven centuries that the Arabs called the Moors or Los Moros ruled Spain. Okay, what about this example? If talent in Spanish is talento, how would you say, Roberta has a lot of artistic talent?
1: Roberta tiene mucho talento artístico.
0: Yes. Roberta tiene mucho talento artístico. ¿Es verdad, Roberta? Is that true? Claro que sí, es verdad. Not a shrinking Violeta are Roberta. And as you probably noticed, we've stumbled over yet another popular transformación, one that works for many everyday words like talent, which becomes talento in Spanish. You just add an O to the end of these words, ending in ENT, to transformar them. So the Spanish for moment would be, of course, momento. So how would you say, at this moment, I think it is very important to be honest with you? Use N for at. Let's break it down. First, at this moment, I think it is very important. En
2: este momento... Creo que es muy importante.
0: Yes. En este momento, creo que es muy importante to be honest with you. Ser honesta con usted. Yes. Ser honesta con usted. But if you're a male, you would say, ser honesto con usted. So once again, at this moment, I think it is very important to be honest with you would be. Got it? Good. En este momento, creo que es muy importante ser honesta con usted. Please say it once again. At this moment, I think it is very important to be honest with you.
2: En este momento, creo que es muy importante
0: ser honesta con usted. En este momento, creo que es muy importante ser honesta con usted. You could also use pienso que. I think that in place of creo que, I believe that. So using pienso que, how would you say, at this moment, I think it is very important to be honest with you.
1: En este momento, pienso que es muy importante ser honesto con usted.
0: Right. En este momento, pienso que es muy importante ser honesto con usted. Again, please note that Roberto is honesto while Roberta is honesta. That's just the way Spanish works, masculine and feminine. Now, if you're speaking to Roberto or another close friend or relative, use contigo, spelled C-O-N-T-I-G-O, to express with you. Let's give it a go. How would you say, at this moment, I think it is very important to be honest with you, Roberto.
2: En este momento, creo que es muy importante ser honesta contigo,
0: Roberto. Okay. En este momento, creo que es muy importante ser honesta contigo, Roberto. And if you're talking to Señor, and your is su, S-U, how would you say, your credit is not very good? Su crédito no es muy bueno. Right su crédito no es muy bueno see how this is becoming automático but if you're talking to a friend use to so how would you say your credit is not very good
1: tu crédito no es muy bueno
0: yes tu crédito no es muy bueno again you use to and not sue with a friend Okay. Here's another IC transformation. How would you say, it is a very dramatic moment?
1: Es un momento muy dramático.
0: Yes, es un momento muy dramático. Now how would you say, these transformations are almost automatic?
2: Estas transformaciones son casi automáticas.
0: Hope so. Estas transformaciones son casi automáticas. Sí, este es un momento dramático. Estas transformaciones son casi automáticas ahora. As you know, the word for movie or film in Spanish is película, spelled P-E-L-I with an accent, C-U-L-A. Popular is popular. Same word, different pronunciación. So how would you say, It's ironic, but this film is very popular with the public. Let's break it down. First, it is ironic would be... Es irónico. Yes, es irónico, but this film is very popular.
2: Pero esta película es muy popular
0: yes pero esta película es muy popular with the public con el público right con el público so once again it's ironic but this film is very popular with the public would be very good es irónico pero esta película es muy popular con el público your turn to say this again. It's ironic, but this film is very popular with the public. Es irónico, pero
2: esta película es muy popular con el público.
0: Yes, es irónico, pero esta película es muy popular con el público. Finally, if llegar is to arrive, and on time is a tiempo, How would you say, there is no magic option here for arriving on time? The traffic is terrible. First, there is no magic option here. In Spanish, you have to say, there is not a magic option. So, once again, there is no magic option here would be...
1: No hay una opción mágica aquí.
0: Good. No hay una opción mágica aquí. For arriving on time.
1: Para llegar a tiempo.
0: Yes, para llegar a tiempo. We use para, because in this case, for means in order to. And what's the traffic is terrible?
1: El tráfico es terrible.
0: Right. El tráfico es terrible, with one stingy F. So once again, There is no magic option here for arriving on time. The traffic is terrible.
1: No hay una opción mágica aquí para llegar a tiempo. El tráfico es terrible.
0: Sad but true. No hay una opción mágica aquí para llegar a tiempo. El tráfico es terrible. Now, isn't it fantástico? the progreso that you're making thanks to these handy little transformaciones? We haven't run out of transformaciones by any means. Here's another one I think you'll like a lot. Words in English that end in u-r-e are the same in Spanish and almost always end in u-r-a, making them feminine. So if literature is literatura in Spanish, and agriculture is agricultura, what is the Spanish word for temperature? Of course, temperatura. If nuestro means our spelled n-u-e-s-t-r-o, how would you say, our culture has a fantastic future? In this case, future is futuro and is masculine. Please think this through and be agreeable, okay? Again. Our culture has a fantastic future, would be... Right. Nuestra cultura tiene un futuro fantástico. To repeat...
1: Nuestra cultura tiene un futuro fantástico.
0: Nuestra cultura tiene un futuro fantástico. Note nuestra in the feminine must agree with cultura. And here's another handy little expression to keep on the tip of your tongue. Espero que sí, which means I hope so, or literally, I hope that yes. Let's repeat this together, okay? Espero que sí. Can you do this? One, two, three. Espero que sí. Yes, espero que sí. In fact, I could be even more emphatic and say, Claro que sí, without a doubt. Nuestra cultura tiene un futuro fantástico. Now, English words that end in TUDE drop the E and end just in TUD in Spanish. Following the nose rule, they're all stressed on the last syllable and are also all feminine. So if multitude is multitud, with that soft D sound that's almost a TH in Spanish, what would aptitude be? Right, aptitude. And how would you say altitude? Good for you, altitude. So, how would you say it is very important to have a positive attitude? Be careful, attitude is a false friend and becomes octitude in Spanish, spelled A-C-T-I-T-U-D. So, once again, it is very important to have a positive attitude would be,
1: Es muy importante tener una actitud positiva.
0: Yes, es muy importante tener una actitud positiva. We must be agreeable. In Spanish, if to express is expresar, spelled E-X-P-R-E-S-A-R, and difficult is difícil, spelled D-I-F-I with an accent C-I-L. How would you say, speaking to Señor, why is it difficult for you to express your gratitude? Let's break it down. First, why is it difficult for you? ¿Por qué es difícil para usted? Okay. ¿Por qué es difícil para usted? To express your gratitude. Expresar su gratitud. Yes, expresar su gratitud. So once again, why is it difficult for you to express your gratitude would be? Got that? ¿Por qué es difícil para usted expresar su gratitud? Let's say this once more, okay? Why is it difficult for you to express your gratitude? ¿Por
2: qué es difícil para usted expresar su gratitud?
0: Yes, ¿por qué es difícil para usted expresar su gratitud? And if tan, T-A-N, means so, as in so difficult, how would you say, why is it so difficult for you to express your gratitude?
1: ¿Por qué es tan difícil para usted expresar su gratitud?
0: Yes. ¿Por qué es tan difícil expresar su gratitud? Now, if always in Spanish is siempre, spelled S-I-E-M-P-R-E, how would you say, why is it always difficult for you to express your gratitude?
2: ¿Por qué es siempre difícil para usted expresar su gratitud?
0: Okay. ¿Por qué es siempre difícil para usted expresar su gratitud? And what about, Why is it always difficult for you to express your gratitude, Roberta? You're speaking to a friend. Once again, Why is it always difficult for you to express your gratitude, Roberta?
1: ¿Por qué es siempre difícil para ti expresar tu gratitud, Roberta?
0: Splendid if you got that T and two para ti, tu gratitud. Remember that song, T for Two? Porque es siempre difícil para ti expresar tu gratitud, Roberta. Now, words in English that end in I-T-Y change to I-D-A-D in Spanish. Again, all of these words are feminine and all are stressed on the last syllable. So if utility is utilidad, what would possibility be? Right, posibilidad, with one stingy S. So being your usual agreeable self, how would you say, the possibilities are good? Yes, las posibilidades son buenas. Once more, the possibilities are good would be?
1: las posibilidades son buenas
0: yes las posibilidades son buenas you have to be agreeable here's another one how would you say do you know my father roberta be familiar i prompted with roberta oh and one more thing in spanish when you refer to a person you need that personal a, ah, which is used very frequently for example I know your sister is, conozco a su hermana. Your sister is a person, and we must use that personal a. Okay. Now, with this in mind, speaking to Roberta, how would you say, Do you know my father, Roberta?
1: ¿Conoces a mi padre, Roberta?
0: Very good. That personal a. ¿Conoces a mi padre, Roberta? Now, if hope is Esperanza, spelled E-S-P-E-R-A-N-Z-A in Spanish, how would you say, There is a lot of hope for humanity. Hint, the humanity. Again, there is a lot of hope for humanity would be...
2: Hay mucha esperanza para la humanidad.
0: Yes, hay mucha esperanza para la humanidad. We use PARA here for the English word for, because PARA conveys a sense of looking ahead to or towards an object, person, or goal. In our third course segment, we will review these PARAs and "pores." Okay, let's move on. If clarity is claridad, how would you say infinity? Good for you, infinidad. And severity? Of course. Severidad. Now, how would you say, there are no fatalities in our community?
1: No hay fatalidades en nuestra comunidad.
0: Yes, no hay fatalidades en nuestra comunidad. That plural for fatalidad is fatalidades with an ES. And how about some more examples? If hoy, spelled H-O-Y, means today, how would you say, Today, the visibility is excellent.
2: Hoy, la visibilidad es excelente.
0: Hoy, la visibilidad es excelente. And if un valor, V-A-L-O-R, means a value, and libertad is freedom, how would you say freedom is a positive value?
1: La libertad es un
0: valor positivo. Indeed, la libertad es un valor positivo. Positivo agrees with valor. Hope you remembered that extra the, as in la libertad, good for you if you did. Now here's another transformación that you will really enjoy. Words ending in IST in English change their endings to ISTA in Spanish. All are masculine, despite that final A. So if artist is artista, what would be the Spanish equivalente for dentist? Right, dentista. Now how would you say, it is better to be an optimist than a pessimist? Think of being an optimist or a pessimist as a profession. You don't need to use an or a in Spanish. But do use K for the English then. So, once again, it is better to be an optimist than a pessimist, would be.
1: Es mejor ser optimista que pesimista.
0: Yes, es mejor ser optimista que pesimista. This is a sentence bound to impress your Spanish speaking friends and neighbors. No need to be a fatalista about being able to learn Spanish, verdad? Now here's another little transformation for you. Words in English that end in Y or NY change their endings to IA and NIA, IA with an accent, and NIA, N-I with an accent, A, IA and NIA in Spanish. All are feminine. So if the economy is la economía, what is irony? Right. Ironía. So how would you say astronomy and philosophy are different disciplines?
1: La astronomía y la filosofía son disciplinas diferentes.
0: How would you say this, Roberta?
2: La astronomía y la filosofía son disciplinas diferentes.
0: Yes, la astronomía y la filosofía son disciplinas diferentes. Note that in Spanish you spell words just like they sound, so forget those PHs in philosophy and just use the letter F. In Spanish spelling is easy. In Spanish the word is phobia spelled FOBIA. And no need to suffer from transformophobia, a word I just invented that means the fear of having to learn too many more transformaciones. We've almost completed this course segment. Now, many English words that end in I-N or I-N-E change to I-N-A in Spanish. Once again, all are feminine. So if aspirin is aspirina and discipline is disciplina, what would vitamin be? Right, vitamina. If andar, spelled A-N-D-A-R, means to go, but also to walk, and andar a means to walk too, how would you say, I have to walk to my office because my car has no gasoline? Okay, yes, I know that in British English you say petrol, but the Spanish word for the fuel you put in your car is a transformacion of our American usage, gasoline. So once again i have to walk to my office because my car has no gasoline let's break it down first i have to walk to my office
1: tengo que andar a mi oficina
0: yes tengo que andar a mi oficina because my car has no gasoline
1: porque mi coche no tiene gasolina
0: right Porque mi coche no tiene gasolina. So once again, I have to walk to my office because my car has no gasoline. Good for you if you got this one. Tengo que andar a mi oficina porque mi coche no tiene gasolina. Okay, can you say this for me once more? I have to walk to my office because my car has no gasoline.
1: Tengo que andar a mi oficina porque mi coche no tiene gasolina.
0: Yes, tengo que andar a mi oficina porque mi coche no tiene gasolina. Poor Roberto. But with the high price of gasoline these days, and for the sake of your health, maybe walking to the office is not a bad idea. Now, many English adjectives that end in ID simply add an O, and are the same in Spanish. These are easy ones, and the only diferencia is in the pronunciación, as Michelle Thomas always pointed out. Let's practice a few of these IDO words. If solid is sólido, with an accent over the first syllable, what would valid be? Yes, válido, always with that accent over the first syllable. So being agreeable, how would you say, I think that your decision is very valid. Pienso que su
2: decisión es muy válida.
0: Yes, pienso que su decisión es muy válida. Be agreeable. And note that you always use muy for very, not mucho. Be sure to watch out for this common mistake so what would timid be in spanish good for you timido all of these words have to be agreeable let's try this example if husband is marido spelled m-a-r-i-d-o in spanish how would you say my husband is not very timid mi marido no es muy timido yes mi marido no es muy timido And if wife is mujer, spelled M-U-J-E-R, how would you say, my wife is not very timid?
1: Mi mujer no es muy tímida.
0: Did you get that agreeable part, that tímido or tímida? Mi mujer no es muy tímida. And what about the Spanish word for rapid? Right, rápido, with that accent. Using estos coches, how would you say, these cars are very rapid? Right on. Estos coches son muy rápidos. Say it for me once more. These cars are very rapid. Estos coches son muy rápidos. Yes. Estos coches son muy rápidos. Now here's a more esoteric example. How would you say, his interpretation of this book is very lucid?
1: Su interpretación de este libro es muy lúcida.
0: Yes, su interpretación de este libro es muy lúcida. Be agreeable and you will be understood. Lúcida refers to the feminine interpretación here. Well, it's pretty clear that we cannot hope to review every single transformation in one course segment. As Scarlett O'Hara observed in Gone with the Wind, tomorrow is another day and we must move on. There are many other handy hints that I want to share with you in our next course segments. Each one is guaranteed to help you build your vocabulary the Michelle Thomas way. But having said this, I simply cannot resist the urge teach you just one more little transformacion to make you really stand out from the rest of those other turistas out there. Here it is. All those isms in English become ismos in Spanish, so if you want to provoke some interesting discussions in Spanish, here are a few words that should really spark things off. In this case, all are masculine. If organism is organismo, and feudalism is feudalismo, how would you say socialism? Of course, socialismo and capitalism? Right, capitalismo. So how would you say using those Spanish thus socialism and capitalism are political systems?
2: EL SOCIALISMO Y EL CAPITALISMO SON SISTEMAS
0: POLÍTICOS. Quite a grown-up statement. EL SOCIALISMO Y EL CAPITALISMO SON SISTEMAS POLÍTICOS. Okay, what about heroism is a virtue?
1: EL HEROÍSMO ES UNA VIRTUD.
0: So true. EL HEROÍSMO ES UNA VIRTUD. Did you use that Spanish the as in el heroísmo? Extra points for you. After all, I will not always be here to prompt you. And by now, you know you must watch out for this very common usage that English does not share with Spanish. Okay, let's end our first course segment with this one. If the Spanish word for another language is otro idioma, spelled I-D-I-O-M-A, and the word for to learn is aprender, A-P-R-E-N-D-E-R, how would you say, in order to learn another language, optimism is very important. First, in order to learn another language would be. Para aprender otro idioma. Right, para aprender otro idioma. Optimism is very important.
2: El optimismo es muy importante.
0: Yes, el optimismo es muy importante. So once again, in order to learn another language, optimism is very important.
2: Para aprender otro idioma, el optimismo es muy
0: importante. Yes, it is. Para aprender otro idioma, el optimismo es muy importante. Note the use of para rather than poor, because we are expressing the English concept in order to. And what is so nice about this is that in order to, or para, is always followed by the to form of the verb, makes things a lot easier. Now, as you know, the Spanish word for to read is leer, so how would you say, in order to learn Spanish, it is important to read in Spanish? Did you get this? Good for you. Para aprender el español, es importante leer en español. Your turn to say this once more for me. In order to learn Spanish, it's important to read in Spanish.
1: Para aprender el español, es importante leer en español.
0: Right. Para aprender el español, es importante leer en español. I bet if you read your horoscopo in a newspaper, your horoscope, you will see that you have a bright futuro as a student of Español. Like myself, you were probably surprised when Michelle Thomas mentioned that you only need around 800 to 1500 words to be able to function in another language, to have a basic working vocabulario. Thanks to these handy transformaciones, you now know, or can create, at least that many words and more. In the remaining segments of this course, we'll learn and practice using several hundred more everyday words in Spanish, words that are not all English lookalikes, but that are essential to building your Spanish proficiency. You'll see that bit by bit, or poco a poco, as they say in Spanish, you'll get to your goal of becoming more and more fluent in Spanish, just like your horoscope predicts. So sit back, take a deep breath, relax, and see what the futuro holds for you. And if you feel unsure about anything you've learned so far, I encourage you to review and practice on your own, just as Michel Thomas always suggested to his students. And to help you locate any items you would like to review, your user guide contains a handy annotated index To all the tracks on these recordings. Muchas gracias por su atención y hasta pronto. Course Segment 2 Verbs As you know, all Spanish verbs end in AR, ER, or IR, and when they appear with these endings, Michelle Thomas referred to them as the to form of the verb. He also made things a lot easier by placing all Spanish verbs in only two categories, the AR track and the other track. Let's warm up by reviewing some regular verbs. I call these good guys because they're easy to use. They don't cave in or go gaga on you, and soon you'll want to move on to even greater verbal challenges. Most of the verbal trips you take will be on the AR track because around 90% of all Spanish verbs end in AR. This is very good news indeed. And wait! There's even more good news because if you relax and listen for gist, you can pretty much guess what many of these verbs mean. That's because they often sound like their English counterparts or a closely related word in English. With regular verbs, one-size-fits-all when it comes to choosing the proper endings. Just usar your common sense to entrar in the world of these good guy Spanish verbs. And to make things a bit more challenging, when I think you can guess a similar word in Spanish, I will let you come up with it on your own. Cues will come fewer and further in between in this course as we proceed. This is to help prepare you for real-life Spanish conversations. Let's get to work and learn some more regular good guy verbs. Feel free to review your Michelle Thomas Spanish courses if you're unsure about forming any verb tenses. Our focus here is on vocabulary building, and space limitations did not allow for much in the way of structural review of your Michelle Thomas courses. Besides, you're moving ahead and moving nicely on your own. OK. As you know, evitar means to avoid, and the Spanish for to tempt is TENTAR, spelled T-E-N-T-A-R. So how would you say, I must avoid the temptation to use my dictionary?
1: Tengo que evitar la tentación de usar mi diccionario.
0: So true. Tengo que evitar la tentación de usar mi diccionario. In Spanish, instead of, is ENVEZTE. VEZ is spelled V-E-Z. This handy expression is always followed by the two form of the verb. That's good news, right? So how would you say, instead of eating? En vez de comer. Of course, en vez de comer. And instead of reading would be? Good for you, en vez de leer. Now the Spanish for word is palabra, spelled P-A-L-A-B-R-A. Think of the English word palaver. So how would you say, instead of using my dictionary, I can invent many Spanish words? Let's break this down. Instead of using my dictionary would be, en vez de usar mi diccionario. Yes, en vez de usar mi diccionario, I can invent many Spanish words. Puedo inventar muchas palabras españolas. Yes. Puedo inventar muchas palabras españolas. So once again, instead of using my dictionary, I can invent many Spanish words.
2: En vez de usar mi diccionario, puedo
0: inventar muchas palabras españolas. Right. En vez de usar mi diccionario, puedo inventar muchas palabras españolas. And it's true. You just invented invent after all. Now, if still is todavía, spelled T-O-D-A-V-I, accent A, how would you say, I still have to mention this situation?
1: Todavía tengo que mencionar esta situación.
0: Yes, todavía tengo que mencionar esta situación. Bet you guessed mencionar. Were you agreeable using esta situación? Good. Now, as you know, the Spanish word for difficult is difícil. So how would you say, it's not difficult for me to form these words? No es difícil para mí formar estas palabras. No es difícil para mí formar estas palabras. You could also say, para mí, no es difícil formar estas palabras. Okay, now in Spanish, fácil, spelled F-A accent C-I-L, means easy, just like its English relative, facile. is Isn't it interesting how learning Spanish deepens our awareness of our own language, just as Michelle Thomas always said? Okay, how would you say, it is not difficult to form these words, it's easy?
1: No es difícil formar estas palabras. Es fácil.
0: No es difícil formar estas palabras. Es fácil. Okay, here's another good guy AR verb. To spend in Spanish is gastar, spelled G-A-S-T-A-R. And the Spanish for although is aunque, spelled A-U-N-Q-U-E, aunque. So how would you say? Although Roberto has lots of money, he doesn't like to spend it.
2: Aunque Roberto tiene mucho dinero, no le gusta gastarlo.
0: Right. Aunque Roberto tiene mucho dinero, no le gusta gastarlo. Literally, spending money does not please Roberto. Is this true, Roberto?
1: Para nada.
0: Roberto just used a Latin American expression and said, No way para nada, literally, for nothing. In Spain, you would use, que va. Okay, before we move on to more good guy verbs, let's take another look at how to express whether or not you like something in Spanish. Michelle Thomas taught us to use, me gusta, to say, I like it. And explained that this literally means, it pleases me, me gusta. So how would you say, I like to read. Me gusta leer. Yes, me gusta leer. It pleases me to read. And if you want to say, I like books, you say, me gustan los libros. Books is plural, and they are doing the pleasing, even if I'm the one liking them. Me gustan los libros. But let's not make this more difficult than it is. Just remember that gustar means to be pleasing, not like. Now you already know that estudiar means to study, so how would you say he likes to study? Right, le gusta estudiar, it is pleasing to him to study. And if andar a can be used to mean to walk to, and nos gusta means that it is pleasing to us, we like, how would you say? We like to walk to the office. Nos gusta andar a la oficina. Right. Nos gusta andar a la oficina. And talking about something we used to like doing in the past, a long line in the past, how would you say, we liked eating in this restaurant?
1: Nos gustaba comer en este restaurante.
0: Yes. Nos gustaba comer en este restaurante. And if I would like is, as you know, me gustaría, and bailar, B-A-I-L-A-R, is to dance, bailar, how would you say, I would like to dance with you, Roberto? You're speaking to a close friend. Once again, I would like to dance with you, Roberto, would be, Me gustaría bailar contigo, Roberto. Me gustaría bailar contigo, Roberto. You can always practice more of these on your own, but let's finish with this one. How would you say, they don't like to dance?
1: No les gusta bailar.
0: Yes, no les gusta bailar. To dance calls for the singular, gusta, since to dance is doing the pleasing here. Les refers to the plural, they. So, whether it pleases us or not, we have to think things through carefully when we use gustar, or else we will not be understood. Time to learn another handy little expression, in case of, which is pretty much like you'd expect it to be in Spanish, en caso de. So how would you say, in case of emergency?
1: En caso de emergencia.
0: En caso de emergencia. Let's make up a good one here. As Michelle Thomas taught you, you can use debería to convey the English should, as in debería hacerlo, or you should do it. If gritar, spelled G-R-I-T-A-R, means to shout or to yell, and ayuda, spelled A-Y-U-D-A, means help, how would you say, in case of emergency, you should shout help, Let's break it down, first, in case of emergency. En caso de emergencia. En caso de emergencia,
2: you should shout. Debería gritar.
0: Good, debería gritar, help. Ayuda. Yes, ayuda. So, putting it all together, in case of emergency, you should shout help. En caso de emergencia, debería gritar, ayuda. Good. En caso de emergencia, debería gritar, ayuda. You could also shout, ayúdeme, or help me, using that command tense. And speaking about help, why not help me with this sentence? If ganar, spelled G-A-N-A-R, means to earn or to win, and as you know, dinero, spelled d-i-n-e-r-o means money dinero how would you say i did not earn a lot of money when i used to live in madrid
1: no ganaba mucho dinero cuando vivía en madrid
0: yes no ganaba mucho dinero cuando vivía en madrid remember not earning a lot of money was an ongoing condition in the past not a dot as was living in Madrid over a period of time. Both are lines in the past, so we use the wing tense, which is how Michelle Thomas referred to the English wuzzing and whirring tenses. Its endings sound like this aba for the AR track and ia for the other track, ganaba, vivia." Please be sure to pronounce all endings clearly if you want to be understood. Okay, let's move on. The Spanish for at least is por lo menos, literally at the least. And as you may know, happy is feliz. So how would you say, I did not earn a lot of money, but at least I was happy. No ganaba mucho dinero, pero por lo menos era feliz. No ganaba mucho dinero, pero por lo menos era feliz. Did you connect Felice with the name Felicity, meaning happiness? It is always good if you can make up little memory associations that will work for you.